Hey, what's going on, everybody? I hope you're well. So we got a good episode this week, but before we get to it, let me just drop a quick shout out. So last week, Headshot of the Week, Terry Wolf won Headshot of the Week for last week. So congratulations, Terry. That shot was amazing. So yeah, that's it for shout outs this week. Guys, this week I have a doozy for you. So Jonathan Tilly. Jonathan Tilly is a personal branding strategist and he's got more info. I've never heard somebody talk about Instagram the way he does. He's unbelievable when it comes to Instagram and um, he dropped, it was supposed to be top five tips to dominate Instagram. That was supposed to be the topic for this week, but he's so good and he's so knowledgeable that he actually dropped top 10 tips to dominate Instagram. So if you're a photographer and you're not using Instagram, you need to stop that and you need to take advantage of the platform, okay? All right, I hope you enjoy the podcast. Here we go. All right, enough of that. Get over here. We're gonna start right now. Three, two, one, shipping! Ladies and gentlemen, I am here, I am back. I've got the great Jonathan Tilly with me. What's going on, man? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. I'm in Germany. You're in Lisbon, and we are super excited to be uh, to be doing this podcast. I know I am. Oh man, I'm so glad I have you. Uh, so Jonathan is a brand personal brand special strategist, right? Yes, personal brand strategist. All right, so what does that mean? What does that entail? <laughs> so basically, on the on the very basic terms, um, I help creative people like photographers shine online and share their talent with the world. So it's sort of like a digital PR agent with a heart that really wants their creativity to shine. Oh, well, that's cool. <laughs> and how did you so come about a, like yep. how did you fall into this um great question nobody really asks me that uh friends of mine would would you know see what i was doing creatively whether it be voiceovers or web design or social media and they would say who designed your website or who who is your social media consultant who's your pr agent and i'm like oh it's it's me like I'm just playing around and I'm having fun. And they were like, wait, what? I was like, yeah, don't you know how to do this? You know, so um, I th I thought everybody had this chip in their brain, um, especially creative people, that they could do the creative stuff, but also build a business or do design work or build their own logo or build their own website or put together a, a social media strategy to launch a campaign or something like that. And apparently... Um, I have this other chip in my brain that I never really thought of that was special um, or, or that was sort of something that people would be interested in. I just sort of did it and just it started with friends just asking me, oh, can you do my website? Oh, can you look at my Instagram? Oh, can you um, teach me how to create these graphics for social media? Or, oh, can you teach me how to get more work by reaching out directly to um, to clients and to agencies where I'm just like, yeah, that's super easy. And then I realized, oh, I'm repeating myself over and over and over to different people. I might as well build 
online courses based on those specific topics um, and help more people than I ever could possibly imagine. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. So what's your background? Well, I uh, was born in America, in Boston, right. and um, and then I studied musical theater. So I was I was at the age of nine. I was on stage performing in operas and plays and dance shows and stuff like that. And then uh, I knew that I had to be on stage, so I went to Ithaca College and studied uh, musical theater. And then at the day after graduation, I moved to New York City thinking I was going to be dancing on Broadway by the weekend, which was not the case. And I realized, <laughs> ooh, I need to, I know, right? Like, oh, why isn't my phone ringing? Because nobody knows your number, Jonathan. Yeah. So after having having that long weekend of like, oh, geez, why am I not on Broadway right now? Um, and realizing that it was a hard Monday morning to wake up to, that I realized, okay, I need to learn really fast how to market myself. So I think it was just a thing out of survival because New York City is extremely expensive. And when you have graduated from college, you have loans, student loans that you just have no idea how you're going to pay back. So I just thought, okay, it's time for me to stop romanticizing about the being the creative person in New York City and actually pound the pavement. And I learned very quickly what not to do because um, that's what everybody was doing. And I was realizing it wasn't working. The thing of like pushing your, your headshot and resume into people's hands, being an absolute jerk, forcing your, your material onto people um, to the point where it just got really, it just got gross. And I learned really fast that that doesn't work. And I wondered why all of the super successful people were always happy and always just, dare I say it, giving from a place of abundance, you know? And I'm like, there's a disconnect here. There's a disconnect. What I was doing and was not working at all was doing, it's all about me. You'd be stupid not to, not to book me. Um, I didn't get the gig. You're a jerk. I'm better than you where it was all about me. And especially for actors and, and, and you know creative people, we work so hard on our craft that yeah. we want our hard work to be recognized, you know. But then I realized, okay, that, that's not a marketing strategy that actually pays the bills. Actually, it burns a lot of bridges. So what can I do to reverse it? So I just thought, what if I didn't make it at all about me? What if I just didn't, what if I, I wasn't even in the, uh, in the equation? Of course I was going to be, I was going to show up. Not like I was going to be a wallflower and not show up to auditions and castings. Of course, I would go to auditions and castings as I always would, but I wouldn't enter the room as in, you'd be stupid not to hire me. I would enter the room and just be authentic, which is really hard to do when you're trying to figure out how to be authentic. So I would walk into the room and they would say, hi, Jonathan, how are you? And usually, in my old self, I would be like, I'm fine, thank you, I'm doing really well, or traffic was horrible, oh my God, da, 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 I'm making all about me. So what I, I just started off when, they, when I would enter the room with this new mentality and be like, they'd be like, so hi, Jonathan, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm well, and, and how are you guys? I mean, it's, it, it's four o'clock in the afternoon, you've been here since you know seven o'clock in the morning, you guys must be exhausted, right? 
within those first 15 seconds, you could see their, their energy shift. You could see their faces go, God, no one asked us that at all today. Yeah. <laughs> and I go, hmm, in the back of my mind, I'm like, I'm, it's not about me. It's all about them. You know, they've been here for a long time. Um, and, and I could instantly see that their brains opened up and started to receive me in a totally different way. So I was just like, oh, okay. And I haven't even, you know, said what I'm going to do, what I'm going to sing, what scene I'm going to read, whatever. So I just thought, oh, it's not, of, of course, it, it's about that you have to have talent. I mean, you can be a really nice person and, <laughs> and not make it about you and make it all about them, but still you need to have the talent to back it up. But they're not buying what you do. You're buying how you make them feel. And right. I go, Oh, now I get it. Now I get it. So with this genuine, authentic way of walking into the room and not making it about me, but uh, but making it all about them and making them feel seen and heard, I'm booking gig after gig after gig. I get a gig to go to Germany for six months in 1999, tap dancing through Germany, Austria, and Switzerland in a production of 42nd Street. And then all the show, all the Broadway shows and the West End shows that were um, that were on Broadway in the West End in London, um, they were lifting up, transporting, and plopping them down into the German musical theater scene, and they had no ensemble members because back then, in the late '90s, early 2000s, they had the stars of the shows, but they didn't have the ensemble members. So for the oh. Broadway shows that I couldn't even get an audition for in New York. They were handing me contracts in Germany. Same production, exact same casting, uh, casting uh, directors, exact same choreographer, director, musical supervisor, exact same set, exact same costumes, just translated into German. Where I just go, okay, I have fallen into something really awesome. So I did eight years straight of performing in these Broadway and West End musicals that were lifted and transported into the German musical theater scene. Eight years straight, Mamma Mia, Cats, 42nd Street, A Chorus Line, Dance of the Vampires, all these different shows. And I realized, wow, if I don't make it all about me, and all, but really make it all about the audience, make it all about the choreographer, make it all about, you know, the team, the creative team, I can have a really nice life over here. And uh, so, yeah, so that's what brought me over to Germany. And then I would do the shows at night, do voiceover during the day. And I didn't really take it too seriously until I s said to myself, oh, what if I added more, more um, energy into that and treated people really nicely and not made it about me behind the mic and, and maybe make it more about them, the sound engineer, the client, the, the recording studio, the, the big brand um, voiceover client. And... Then I was launching a, a voiceover career um, starting in 2006, and I still have it going. But in between jobs, just like um, photographers, you're not shooting every single day. And if you were, you probably wouldn't have enough time to listen to this podcast. Um, you have time off, or you're editing photos, or you're doing other things, and um, or you're looking for the next gig. So I just started to, like I said, build my own website, or I started to do my own social media, just play around with it. Um, and be authentic, not make it about me, make it about everybody else. And uh, and friends just started to ask me, oh, who did your website? Who did your social media? How did you book those gigs? And then I turned my knowledge of business and marketing into a title called a personal brand strategist.
All right, perfect. And so here's a cool thing because I also come from an acting background and the only thing that I still do related to acting is voiceover work. Yeah. So we've got that in common, which awesome. is cool. That's so cool. And and um, it's you can sort of just do it on the side and and have this have this like side gig and side hustle and what I love about voiceover is that you can just dive into any type of different character. Yeah, and perfect play that character for a little bit it, it get you get the acting chops you know you can bring out your acting chops and have fun and then you can go back and do you do your own do your own thing you know it, it's a, it's a really cool industry yeah all right i think that 10 minutes in people have a good idea now of who you are so maybe we exactly. can get on topic <laughs> 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 all right so today's topic is five tips to dominate Instagram. And this was the challenge that I threw to Jonathan. So what do you got? Tip number one. Tip number one to dominate Instagram is to have an Instagram profile. Oh. <laughs> like you have no idea how many people even photographers, you know, when when I'm working with them, they're like, yeah, I need to get onto Instagram and dominate it. I'm like, wait, wait, what? You're, you, stop. You're oh, not geez. even, you're, you're, what? You're not, you're not even on Instagram? So oh, let's just, like, no shame, no judgment, all love. If you are listening to this right now, I want you to click pause on this podcast. I want you to go onto Instagram build a profile, it will take you literally two and a half seconds because there is so, there's so much work to be had on Instagram. And it's it's just starting with these basic steps, you know, first and foremost, have an Instagram profile. So that's my that's my step number one. We're doing baby steps right now. It will get more advanced, right. but we're doing baby steps right now. <laughs> I didn't expect it to start that basic. <laughs> <laughs> Not, neither did I, but but you you have no idea how many people reach out right, to me. Yeah. They're like, oh, I need to get on that on that Instagram thing. I'm like, yeah, what's what's your Instagram handle? What's your account name? They're like, oh, I don't have an Instagram. I'm like, oh, honey, oh, honey. <laughs> so so we're covering all the bases. Yeah, I got that treatment from Peter. First time I met Peter Hurley, he was like, he he made a Instagram post and he wanted to tag me. What's your handle? Um, I'm not on Instagram. And I got such an earful. Yeah. How can you not be on Instagram? Obviously, I made an account right then and there. but Exactly. So for all but the yeah. people that, even you, like when, when Peter t wanted to tag you, for the people that are listening right now, if you don't have an Instagram account, it's time to get it. Yeah, get it. All right. Tip number two. We got that number one out of the two. way. Quick. We got that one out of the way. Okay. So tip number two is, and I'm I'm surprised at this um quite often. And I, I just I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Have your Instagram handle be your first name and your last name. And maybe if you want, add photography, or if you're a headshot photographer, headshots like Jonathan Tilly headshots or Jonathan Tilly photography. You have no idea how often people come to me, especially photographers, right? And they go, 
Yeah, my uh, my name is 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 Joe Smith, but my photography business name is uh, capturing something behind the lens camera capture, where I just go it's a pretty bad name. Or, or something I gotta tell wit- you, I know, right? Or or like something try and be witty, like um, I shoot people, right? Where I just go, oh man, no, no. <laughs> Like that can yeah, be exactly. so easily misconstrued on on social media, right? You're probably going to be getting the totally wrong demographic. Sure. Um, if I shoot people is your is your Instagram handle. Here's the thing, people: they don't buy what you do; they buy why you do it and how you make them feel, right? So you are the company. So your name should be the company. So it could be first name, last name, studios, or first name, last name, photography, or first name, last name, headshots. But they are buying you. They're buying the feeling that you give them. So if your photography company is called I Shoot People, <laughs> it's like you're, yeah, you you're going to be attracting the wrong – you don't want to do that, right? Or camera lens behind the lens camera guy. Like – don't get gimmicky because here's the thing. Here's a perfect example. We all know Ryan Reynolds, right? Deadpool um, and all the other movies that he's done. But does anybody know the, the L.A. restaurant called Tangine? No, because that's Ryan Reynolds' restaurant. People don't go, let's go to Tangine. They go, let's go to Ryan Reynolds' restaurant, even though it has its own name. So people know you from your name, not from the the mystical name that you're giving your business it just feels gimmicky it doesn't feel authentic and that's what we want especially as as photographers we want to have that authentic connection because they are opening up so many insecurities in front of your lens that they need to know the person that's behind the lens and by doing by having my second tip being your first name last name being your account name whether you have studios or photography or headshots at the end, that's going to open up a lot more trust automatically, subconsciously in your in your uh, clients' brains. So, follow-up question on that. So, let's say, uh, for instance, my website is Peter uh, George Photo, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I have everything that's Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, any possible social media account that I have is exactly the same as a, as my website. Is that right? Am I oh, doing I it right? I kiss you right now. You're doing it so right. Okay. <laughs> That's so I'll good. I'll take the kiss. I don't mind. That's awesome. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. So if you want to take it to the next level and your URL, your website URL is the same as every single social media platform, that's called right. brand consistency, and we love that. That's awesome. Okay. All right. Well, I'm doing things right. So far, I do have an Instagram <laughs> account, and it's my first and last name and photo, which I'm doing okay which these, with these tips. All right. What's tip number three? Perfect. Tip number three is do not have a business account. Oh, crap. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so people are going to go, wait, what? But but photography is my business. Okay, so here's the thing. With having a business account, there are, yes, there are a couple really cool features that you think that you need, but you really don't. So, for example, with a business account, you can get even more analytics and more insights, right? Which is which Which is nice. Which is nice, but really the only insights that you really need is to know how many likes you're getting on your posts, 
how many comments you're getting on your posts, and how many DMs you're getting on your profile, which if you're checking Instagram once a day for 15 minutes a day, you already can gauge that. So anything above and beyond that, that's nice to have, but it's not it, it's not helping you in any way. I've, I've never worked with somebody that, that goes, you know, I'm going to keep my business account because I'm rocking it because I'm learning so much more from the insights that I'm getting from my business account. It's great to have, but it, it's like, really, you don't need it that much. If you were a huge conglomerate business like IBM, Apple, uh Porsche, great. Use those insights. You can find you find your demographics and do Facebook and Instagram ads and all that stuff. But you, you don't really need it. The second thing that people think that they need um, a business account for on Instagram is so people can click that button, email me or message me or whatever. Here's the thing. We all are lazy AF. I rarely by the way this is an explicit it's an explicit podcast yeah if you want to let her rip (laughs) you're welcome all right lazy as fuck like people are lazy as fuck especially with with anything in your hand you just want to click like clicking anything other than a like is effort like writing a comment is effort and unless that comment really may unless that pick makes you feel something so deep down in your soul that you are inspired to write a comment right but having that button up on your profile which says email me it's great but here's the thing if i'm following you pedro and i find a, a a a pick in my of yours in my feed and i click on the like button and then i write a comment I've done two I've done two things. I've clicked like and I've written I've clicked on comment and then I've written a comment and then I click on reply. If I am so behooved, yes, I said the word behooved. If I am so behooved wow. to want to get in touch with you, I'm probably going to stay on the same platform and go the extra mile, do the third thing and write you a DM. I probably will not go back to you click on your profile, see if you have a business account, click on email me have the new platform of email and pop up on my i pop up on my iPhone and then write you an email. I would just write you a direct message, right? Because we're lazy. Yeah, so and the direct message like, icon is right there next to the picture. Exactly, exactly. So Instagram is keeping it super, super easy for us lazy people. So the whole thing of yeah, but if I lose my business account, account then I won't. Uh, people won't be able to click that button, email me. Here's the thing, people. Some people don't even realize that you can click the email email button, and if they do, they're too lazy. They'd rather direct message you. So right. I would say <laughs> for the 1% that is dying to, to you know, write you an email, then, um, then I would say have your website link be in your bio, which we'll talk about in, in step number four. But... Let's go back to step number three, which is um, not having a business account. And here's the reason why. We all had business page, or we all maybe still have business pages on Facebook. Yeah. And what happened? Oh, they closed less the and tap less engagement. on it. Yeah. Less and less an organic engagement unless you pay for ads. Now, everybody's in groups on Facebook. And sometimes people are posting on their private um Facebook 
profile because that's where they're getting the, the real engagement, right? right? So Facebook owns Instagram. And Instagram is saying, you know, do you want to have a business profile? It's really, really great. Da, 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 da. You can always go back to private profile, to a personal profile, which is good to know that you can go back for now. But who knows? They might change it. And if you already have a business profile and you don't go back to a personal profile, you might get stuck just like we all did way back when, when we all had our Facebook business pages. So I just go, mm, I'd rather have the less insights that I don't really need, the only insights that I really need are the likes, the comments, and the direct messages with a personal account. And I don't really need that email me button on my profile that nobody's really going to click on. And I don't need the hassle of if Instagram changes their mind because they're owned by Facebook to go uh, to have to, have to stick to a business account that nobody looks at anymore because... Um, because now they want just, just to focus on ads. So I say don't have a business account, rather have a personal account and um, and don't make your but don't confuse that with having a private account, which means you can somebody wants to follow you but they can't see your pictures unless you give them access to it. If you're if you're a photographer posting your pictures on Instagram, it's free advertising. <laughs> Yeah, so we, if we stumble upon you, we want to see you. So don't have a private account. Just don't have a business account. So that's a personal account. Okay. Does it hurt you, though, to have a... So I understand that you've got the fear that people... That they're going to shut down the the engagement like they do on Facebook. But right now, yeah. is it hurting you in terms of engagement when you're when you have a business account versus a personal account? No, th I've noticed no difference. I used to have a business account. I started with a personal account, went over to business for a year, went back to personal for six months, went back to business for six months, and then I said, nope, I'm making a decision. I'm sticking to personal. I noticed no major change. I'm still engaging, and that's that's what it's all about. People think that, you know, I'm going to post something and then use all these hashtags and I'm done. Honey, no. Like, that's bare minimum that's like that's equal to like breathing we are all breathing to stay alive but you haven't even gotten out of bed so you think you posting one picture and doing your hashtags is enough that's just you breathing the real party happens when you start to engage and get your dms bust in through the roof that's where the real engagement happens and that only happens engagement only happens if you engage yourself you know so um whether whether business or personal account, I'm constantly engaging with new people and with old followers as well um, to continue the the engagement going through the roof. So th this myth of, oh, what, what hashtag should I use or all this focus on hashtags? Yeah, hashtags are great, but posting every day is great, but that's the equivalent of breathing. You you need to get out of bed and really get get this ball rolling. Okay. All right. I guess I got to switch to a personal account. I mean, you're the specialist. <laughs> see, see how I mean, it goes. Whatever you say, go. <laughs> I try. I try. Exactly. Um, then All right. The fourth so thing, tip number four. Oh, yeah. The fourth thing is your profile description. Okay. So this or your bio, for example. So your yeah. profile description, I, I, I like to call it profile description. People call it bio. Um. 
you're only going to have one chance to make a phenomenal first impression. So when you're doing a strategy like, I don't know, liking three pictures, commenting on one, and following them on, on a dream client, that dream client's notification is going to have five little things of Pedro liked this picture, Pedro liked this picture, Pedro liked this picture, Pedro commented on this picture, and Pedro followed you. That takes up real estate in their, in their notifications, which makes me go, oh, interesting, who's Pedro? And I'm going to click on you. What, do, what, what, is, what, is the, what is the flow of when we go onto somebody's, somebody's Instagram? We have the tiny little profile pic and then the profile description and then the feed and then the pictures. I don't know about you, right. but I enjoy reading the profile description to see if this person is legit because I can tell in an instant if they're a wannabe or if they're a pro. And if your profile description doesn't say these five things, who you are, where you're based, what you do, who you help, and where we can find you, I'm done. I hate it when, when creative people go, I'm a photographer, but I like to scuba dive, and here's a picture of my horse, and I have three nieces. Aren't they cute? And then a stupid emoji. I just go, guys, would you ever post that on your website? So, no, obviously not. So why are you posting this on your, on your profile description? Your profile description is read only once, and it's within a split second that people decide if you're a wannabe or a pro. And you never know who is on your profile description because they won't tell you. You could have somebody awesome be on your profile and read your profile description and go, oh, no, wannabe. But if your pro profile description is awesome, they're going to go on to the next step, which is checking out your feed and hopefully getting in touch with you. So make your profile description fantastic. Here are the five questions again. Who are you? Where you're based? What you do? Who you help? And where we can find you? Let me break this down. Who you are? Question number one. That's obvious. It's your Instagram handle. First name, last name, and then maybe photo or photography or studio or whatever at the end. So that's easy. <laughs> the second thing is uh, that goes in your bio, in your in in the profile description. No, it doesn't, because you already have your first name, last name, and photo yeah, exactly as your Instagram account. So you're already doing it. You already rocked Perfect. step number one. Done, right? So the second thing is your. We're starting with a profile description now with a question number two. Where are you based? So, Pedro, where are you based? In Lisbon, right? Yes. Okay. So, in your profile description, let's use you as, as an example. Lisbon-based, then dash or slash. Uh, uh, sorry, Lisbon-based, uh, and then photographer, right? So that, that's question number two and three, where you're, where you're from and what you do. So where you're from, Lisbon-based, and what you do, photographer. Now, do you, do, do you specialize in, in one form of photography, Pedro? Yeah, portraits. Okay, great. So I would say Lisbon-based portrait photographer, right? Okay. Because when we're reading your profile description, we are open, it's the only time that we're open to you, and we are trying to pigeonhole you. So if I'm in Lisbon, I go and I read your, read your name. Okay, great. That's done. Where you're based, Lisbon-based. Oh, awesome. That feeling of home. Lisbon-based portrait photographer. Oh, I need a portrait done. We, we, we haven't even gotten into the, into the 
the fifth word, and I'm I'm already hooked. I'm already like, oh, yes, exactly what I've been looking for. (laughs) So if you can say for number two and number three where you're from and what you do, we automatically as cavemen and cavewomen in our brains want to pigeonhole you and see if you fit to my tribe or if you don't fit to my tribe. The difference between wannabe and pro. So be the pro. Be the one where they go, yes, that person's part of my tribe. And already within the first four words, Lisbon-based portrait photographer, we've gotcha. You're in on the guest list. So first question is who you are. Second question is where you're based. Third question is what you do. Fourth question, who do you help? So Pedro, who do you help? Who are, who are your clients that you usually photograph? Uh, I have two. Uh, so I shoot a lot of actors. But I've been shooting a lot more corporate people nowadays. Okay, great. So that's totally fine. Because now I go, this is the person that I'm looking for. Is this person looking for me? So if I'm an actor or if I'm a corporate person, I'm going to read it and go, yes. Because it's going to say, Lisbon-based portrait photographer who works with or who helps actors and, can you say corporates? or um, I guess corporate people. Corporations, Corporations, maybe? Corporations, uh, who helps actors and corporate people or corporations, right? So we've all automatically in the back of our mind go, yes, okay, he's what I'm looking for, and I'm looking for him. Like, it's a a match made in heaven. It's a win-win. So here's the thing. Let's go go a little bit deeper into this fourth question. Who do you help actors and, and corporate people? But what exactly do you help them with? And don't give me the cliched answer of like, I help them look their best. I help them shine on their on their profile peg. I help them show their, their true side to themselves. I help them show their inner smile. Like, we all know that, right? That's a given. But Pedro, what do you help them with? I, give them, pic- that- I give them pictures. They need pictures. <laughs> they need good pictures. And I take good there pictures. There we go. So I take good pictures of them so they can use it. Okay. How does it make them feel? Oh, um, yeah. Most people, when they shoot with me, I get the, the, I get the line, oh, I've never seen myself that, that good looking before. So I get Damn, my clients feel good awesome. when they shoot with me. Okay. So Lisbon-based portrait photographer who helps actors and corporate people realize how good they look <laughs> or make when oh, people start saying the same. What's that? That's good. Yeah. Right. So you're, so you're not making any, you're not making it at all about you. You're making it all about them. Right. So when, when, yeah. and to anybody listening, when people start to give you compliments and you're like, Oh wow, these are similar compliments just in a different, just formulated differently, but it's pretty much the same gist. That's, what you're helping them with. You're, yes, the medium, the vehicle is photography, but you're mel- making them feel something. You're making them realize, oh, wow, I actually do look good in pictures. I never knew that, right? This is called the benefit of the benefit. So the benefit that they think that they're going in to, to book you is um, to get a headshot, is to get their portraits done. The benefit of that is going to save them time, energy, or money, or make them feel something. Make them feel, oh, wow, I really do look nice. I never realized that, you know. It's going to help them, actors, book the next gig. It, uh, corporate, it's going to ha- have them turn from 
cubicle, make them go from cubicle to C-suite, right? So give them specific things that, that work in their life, that matter to them in their lives. It's a given that the photos need to be good, but how do you make them feel? What do they walk away from it? What's the benefit of the benefit? Okay. So after that, <laughs> after hurts. that, question number five, where can they find you online? So we have Lisbon-based portrait photographer who helps actors and corporate people. What did we say? Look their best or feel good about themselves or about their yeah, look. look su surprise themselves at how good they look or some, something like that, period, right? So already we've landed right. the plane. It's like, this is who I am. This is what I do. Boom. We want to learn more about you, right? And we want to know that you're legit and you have your own website. So the next sentence is, to learn more about me or to see more of my work or to have a free 20-minute telephone consultation, whatever it is, visit my website at AT, not the at signal, at, not the at um a symbol, but AT, and then stop writing. Because what you're going to do is after you enter your profile description in your in your bio, you're going to hit save. Then you're going to go back to you to your settings, and then you're going to enter your website, your URL, into where you can have your, your URL. And that is your link in your bio. On Instagram, you only have one link that you can use. And I think this is this is such good marketing because it, it's so clear. Instead of, you know, all these different links that you can use everywhere, you have this one link. And you're giving it all to me in this uh, profile description of 150 characters or less. So it's going to read, Lisbon-based portrait photographer who helps actors and corporate people Realize just how good they look. Uh, surprise, surprise them by uh, showing them how good they look, period. To set up a free 20-minute telephone con consultation, please visit my website at pedrojorgephoto.com. And it's going to be hyperlinked. So all they have to do is click on it. Like, how awesome is that? It is all in the eyes of the client. It is all about them. They might not even scroll down to your photos because they'll be so enticed by your profile description. They'll go, yes, I'm going to click on that directly and go to his website. Man, you're going to be proud of me because the only thing that it? I'm missing. No, I, this is what it said before. I didn't, I didn't touch it yet. This is what it said. Professional. No, not portrait photographer based in Lisbon, period. And then all it says is click here to find out more about what I do. And then it's on, and then it's my website. So yeah. Awesome. I just, I'm just missing who I'm, who I'm servicing and what I do for them. Exactly. Exactly. So when you say Lisbon based portrait photographer, here's the thing, what happens in our mind, right? Whenever you go to a conference, what's the first thing that you ask a stranger? Where are you from? Where are you from? Yeah. What's this? Yeah. What's the second thing you ask a stranger? Oh, what do you do? <laughs> right? So in that order. Intrinsic, in that order. Where are you from and what do you do? And if you're an American, which I, I'm going to go there. If, you, if you're, if you're a, 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 a pompous American, the third question is, how much money do you make in a year? Which I, I, it turns my stomach. Never ask anybody oh, that. Oh, my God. The worst thing ever. Um, so... 
where you're from and what do you do? We all are wondering that anyway, right? So right. why don't we just give it to them? Just give it to them freely. First name, last name, where you're from, what you do, who you help and how you help them, and where we can find you online. You're already pigeonholing yourself in the most positive way for them to go, oh, okay, I don't know why, but I have a sense of trust with this person. I don't know why, but I have a sense of, yeah, this this makes sense. This just flows. It makes them want to scroll down and check out your fabulous feed. Wow, and that, that was amazing. Is... That my brain hurts. <laughs> That's tip number four. That was tip number four, profile description. It's so, so, so important because Instagram is such a such a visual platform and we think, oh, it's just about the pictures. But no, like the 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 most read thing on your entire Instagram is your profile description. So you might as well have it kicking and rocking and uh and pigeonhole yourself and go from there. All right. And last but not least. Tip number five. Last but not least. Okay, Pedro. You as a portrait photographer, you know how important the headshot is. Yes. It's it's your daily bread. It's it's like it's what you do. Every headshot photographer out there screw it, every photographer out there knows that your face carries so much importance your face is is your brand right right so tip number five is your your profile pic your profile pic is this 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 enigma because really it's the tiniest teeny tiny teeny tiny teeny tiny profile pic of just your face it's tiny. Like, how are people going to recognize you with that teeny tiny pic? So, you, so people think, oh, it's not that important. But here's the thing. Whenever somebody sees a notification of what you posted, whenever somebody sees that you DM'd them, whenever somebody sees something that you've done, anytime that you post, your profile pic is going to be up there. Your profile pic is the most seen picture on Instagram ever. So why are we being artsy fartsy and showing like a field or a meadow or just a one neon green color your name your face that's your brand so if you have a zoomed in really good looking portrait headshot use that as your profile pic because your name and your face are your brand and whenever you post something onto instagram your profile pic is there on the left and right next to it is your name so you're going to have your face and your name put together and there's your brand and people don't don't think that their profile pic is important but on the contrary it's the most seen picture that you will ever have on instagram so it better look good and it better show your face all right all right so let's do a recap Tip number one is have an Instagram account. Tip, tip number two is, Jish, uh, help me out. First name, last name, as your first name, name, last as name. your handle. Yes. Tip number three. Tip number three is no business account. Make it a personal account. Make it a personal account. Tip number four is have a good bio. Yes. Tip number five. Answer the five. Uh, tip number five. Profile picture. pick. Exactly. All right. Oh, we've got some time. You got any bonus tips? Sure do. 
Oh. <laughs> Let's bank through these bonus tips. <laughs> so go. from here, <laughs> from here. Now, th- now this is where things get easy for all the photographers listening because you guys are focusing so much on your images that this right. next tip is easy. Like I'm just going to say it and then we're going to move on because you know exactly what I'm talking about. Tip number six is curate a fabulous feed. You know what your aesthetic is. You know what you shoot. You know what feels like you, what you love to shoot, what you love to show. Curate that. For photographers, that's super easy. For all other creative people like actors, singers, dancers, voice actors, anybody that works in a not-so-visual medium, they just go, wait, what? And they get completely confused. I'm just going to drop this right here. Tip number six, curate a fabulous feed. You probably already are. Let's move on to tip number seven. (laughs) tip number seven is plan one month in advance that's good what wait what what okay here's the thing what's easier let's 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 pretend that uh one instagram post is one dollar or for us pedro one euro what is easier for you to pay one euro a day or 30 euros a month? Probably 30 bucks a month. Yeah, right? Because it's like, oh, oh, the month just flew by. Bam, here's another 30, right? But if you, yeah. if I'm, if you have to come to me every single day and give me one euro every single day, you'd be like, are, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> can, Yeah, that's a nightmare. Can, can I just give you 30 bucks like at the beginning of the month and then we're good? Like nobody pays rent on a daily basis. You pay rent like on a monthly basis. You pay most of your things on a monthly basis. So why can't we do the exact same thing for Instagram? Photographers, you have the pictures and Instagram doesn't have to be in real time. Like we, Instagram started through back Thursday, right? So it doesn't have to be in real time. Right. What if you could curate a fabulous feed one month in advance? I always say pick the 15th of the month so you have a good 15 days to sort of to figure things out and, to, and get, get prepped. But really, you can curate a fabulous feed one month in advance in maximum two hours, if not less. You know what those pictures are. You've already taken them on your phone or you already have them on your computer. They're client shots. They're behind the scenes. They're fun weekend pictures of you having pizza, like having a good mix, an 80-20 split, 80% professional, 20% uh, personal, personable, and you're good to go, right? So you already have the pictures. So on the 15th of, for example, now is October 2018, on the 15th of October, put together your pictures that you want to showcase in the order that you want to showcase them in for the whole month of November. Right. Boom. And you're doing this through like a social media planner or? Well, that's a great idea because that's my tip number eight. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So tip number seven is to plan one month in advance. Tip number eight is to post or to schedule things in advance. So you already have the ideas of of the images that you want to have. And just focus focus on the images first, because the images are what makes people stop scrolling, but the caption is what what makes people fall in love with you. But first things first, let's not not put the cart before the horse. Let's figure out those images, the order in which they want to go in your grid, and schedule them. 
I like to use, I've used in the past a couple different platforms. I, I've used Later, or uh, it used to be called Latergram, now it's called Later. I've used Buffer. Currently, I'm using Planoly. Um, and any, I don't want to say any Instagram planning app will do. I do like to get really, really, really specific and get things done in advance. So I'm a big Planoly fan, and they have a great free uh, free membership uh, platform. Do, they do have a paid paid membership uh, plan as well, but you can schedule 30 days worth of posts for free. So I would say check out Planoly. And if you like it, you can upgrade and do so many more things with it. So I like to um, post everything into my third-party app, Planoly, and then I see the entire grid in front of me. And then once I see the grid, I have this perspective where I just go, okay, now let me go back into the images that I've that I've uploaded and let me write a caption for each one. And it doesn't have to be, you know, a super long thing. It could just be like, you look at this picture, tell us what you see in the picture, and maybe give us a little bit of the behind the scenes. For example, I like to use the senses. I don't like to use all the senses, but I like to use one sense. So for example, if you are photographing a wedding and then there's a close-up shot on the bride's bouquet and you just see her chin and her mouth and she's smiling and that's all that you see. It's a real tight shot of the bouquet and she's smelling the roses and she's smiling. What is the sense that comes to your mind automatically? It's not hearing, it's not sight, it's not taste. She's not eating the flowers. It's smell. So I you're want you to write. Because yeah. she's smelling the flowers. Oh, my God. Right? Some people don't get this. Like, they need to be told. <laughs> the bride is smelling the flowers. There's a close-up on the bouquet, and she's smelling the flowers, and she's smiling. What's the sense? Taste. No. It's smell. <laughs> <laughs> So you, as the photographer, you took this beautiful picture of the bride smelling the flowers, right? Yeah. Now, maybe, just maybe, because we all love to snoop in on everybody else's business. I mean, I know I love to go onto Airbnb.com for hours on end and just look at, I don't even want to travel to the cities. I will just look inside people's homes. Like, I'm really? that nosy. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, my God. The, the, the best way for me to relax, if I'm stressed out, my go-to like drug is going to Airbnb and just looking at people's homes. Okay. I'll be like, oh, that's a really smart idea. They put the couch there because the light comes in that way and the bookcase is over there. That's smart. I'm going to do that at my place. Or I go, no, why would you do that? Why would you put the bookcase there, right? I love seeing the inside lives of people. So we want, we naturally want to know what the inside lives of people are. So let that happen on Instagram. So we're back to this picture of the bride with the, with the bouquet and she's smelling the flowers. So the sense is smell. Now you as the photographer, you were there the whole damn day. What were the smells that were there? Was it the bride's bouquet? Was it, were, were you on the ocean, right? Was there a light sea mist in, was there salt in the air? Was it a crisp uh, fall morning, right? Was there, was there a crispness to the air? Um, was there freshly mowed grass that we can't see in the picture? But the sense that this picture is giving us is smell. So go with it. So you could write in the caption, uh, the bride smelling, the, smelling her bouquet. Um, what a special day it was on that crisp fall morning where the, uh, on, on the seaside. 
uh, the lawn was freshly mowed the morning, the the night before. The uh, sea mist was uh, wisping some salt air into the into the mix, and those white roses were just absolutely divine. Whenever I whenever I smell a white rose, I know it's going to remind me of this day and this bride. And and uh, let's not even call her this bride. Let's call her. Uh, let's give her a name, Amanda and Stephen. It's going to remind me of Amanda and Stephen's wonderful wedding. And you're going to tag Amanda and tag Stephen. Amanda and Stephen will see that pic. They'll be like, "Oh my God, yes! It did smell like like a little bit of freshly freshly mowed grass, the sea mist, and those white roses. Oh my God, yes!" And the wedding's already done, right? The wedding's behind them. They're gonna, and may, maybe this is a throwback. Maybe this wedding was five years ago, but you still remember the smell of of the the white roses, the the lawn, and the sea mist. It, uh, uh, what's her name? Amanda is gonna go. Oh, I remember my my wedding so beautifully. It smelled like exactly like that. And then she's gonna recommend to like twenty other of her girlfriends, dude, get get Pedro to do your photos for you for your wedding shoot, right? So it's just giving them a little bit of a sense. One sense. Choose one sense for each picture in your profile in your um in your captions, um for your fabulous feed, and write that finally in your um in your third party app. So you see the pictures at a distance and then narrow in and then just write those captions. Okay. That was a, that was a very intense tip. I know that was really intense. I know we only have like two minutes left, but I have two quick, quick ones. That's going to, that's actually going to blow your Instagram through the roof. Number nine is, um, so number seven, we learned how to plan one month in advance. Number eight, we learned how to post using Planoly. And number nine, we're going to party. This is what I want you to do. If you are a Lisbon-based portrait photographer that photographs actors and also corporate people, I want you to go into Instagram, click on the Explore button, find those actors and find those corporate people in Lisbon. And for the people that resonate with you, not for the people that you just go, ooh, they're weird, but people that you just go, yes, I want to work with them. I want you to like their last three pictures, comment on one and follow them. Why? Because when you do that, you're going to invest in five little pieces of real estate in their notifications. They're going to click on your profile. They're going to go, Pedro, Lisbon-based portrait photographer that helps actors and, and corporate people. Oh, that's me. Oh, I need I need pictures. You're going to do this strategy and party with these people. Like, 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 comment, follow. And you're going to build a relationship with them. That's where the That's where it goes from just breathing air is the normal to really rocking Instagram to turning it into the only platform that you use to book gigs. The 10th thing, the last thing is direct messages. We all know that a DM has so much weight. So if you like, 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 comment, follow, like I did, like I told you in, um, in number nine, and you start a conversation with them, either in the comments or it transitions over to direct messages, you can share so much. You can say, hey, I love your feed. It's really great. Um, or I see that you are, I see that uh, you were just in a new, in a new, um, if it's an actor, you were in, uh, uh, you just premiered this new show uh, last weekend. How did it go? You know, nobody really cares what the conversation starter is. They just want a conversation and we're all waiting for somebody else to start the conversation. So if you go into their face in their Facebook, if you go into their Instagram and for example, this actor, they had a premiere last week or last weekend. That's a great conversation starter. Hey, Joe, uh, congratulations on the premiere. How did it go? 
always end with a question. So they feel obliged to reply back because they're like, wow, right. somebody is really interested in my in my Instagram because those people are putting so much so much energy and intensity into their into their Instagram. And they're like, is anything working? If you see them, if you meet them eye to eye and you ask a really genuine question, like, how did it go? They're more like, yeah, awesome. Somebody's interested. Uh, yeah, it went really well. I had a great time. Thanks for asking. They feel seen, they feel heard, and it feels genuine. And it's not about you. It's all about them. And about that's them. what you can access in the direct messages. After that conversation starter of how was the how was the premiere on the weekend, they, they will never remember that you started the conversation with uh, how was the premiere that weekend. They're only going to remember how you made them feel in the direct messages. And they're going to go, uh, by the way, you're a Lisbon-based portrait photographer. I need new headshots. And actually, the entire cast and company of this show that we just premiered, um, we need our head new headshots that look the, have the same style on the wall of the theater that they can see who's in the cast. Um, would you mind if I passed on my your information to uh, to our director? By the way, what's your website? What's your email address? What's this, that, and the other thing? The magic happens in the DMs, and the magic really happens when you're genuine, when it's not about you, you make it all about them, because they want to feel seen, heard, and validated. Holy crap, Jonathan. That was amazing. <laughs> Dude, you should do this professionally. You know, I, I, was, I was thinking about that. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like you're a strategist or something. Uh, uh, possibly. For brands, yeah. like personal brands, you know? Yeah, wow. like personal branding people. strategist. That's a good title. Uh, that's a great title. You know, I should I should maybe think about using that title. <laughs> no, well, go ahead. Go ahead. Use it, Jonathan. <laughs> My gift to you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Man, I have to thank you. This was amazing. Oh, thank and you so much. And it's the second time that we've talked. Uh, you were involved with the crew a couple weeks ago, and it blew everybody's mind. So now everybody that listens to this podcast has access to this amazing information. Now, guys, here's the only here's the only thing you need to do. You need to apply this information to your already existing business. That's all you need to do, and you will start collecting the fruits of your labor. Right? Exactly. You don't get engagement without engaging. So you first have to engage first to get the engagement. And seriously, it, it takes 15 minutes a day. That's it. 15 minutes a day, guys. You got 15 minutes. And we're just already, an and hour we're already on Instagram. We're already on Instagram, like scrolling through stuff and, and not doing anything. What if you took 15 minutes out of that time that you're just scrolling through stuff and just actually applied and reached out to people? It, it, it would have a huge, massive leveraging effect. That is true. All right, man, we've got to start wrapping up. Where can people go to find out more about you? Well, it depends. Because I might have a special little gift for people that are listening right now. Pedro, what, when will this podcast be dropping? Uh, next week. Let me see. Let me, let me see the date. I'll tell you the date right now. Oh, we're going to get goodies. This is coming yep. out October 8th. Oh, my goodness. Oh, this could not be perfect timing. Guess this could, oh, this could not be better. Okay. Oh, I'm so excited to say this. Okay, so... Remember when we when we met with you, me, and uh, and Peter, 
and um, Suzanne came on also to to the um, yeah. to the cast, and we we just had a, a really great time. And some people from the Headshot crew came on over and took my Instagram challenge, my five day Instagram right. challenge, which was happening like the, I think that next week or that next day or something. It literally was a beta test. We were just testing things out, and we had so many people take part in the challenge. Number one, which I was so grateful for. Number two, so many people noticing that their Instagram went through the roof. They got more followers. People were getting jobs left, right, and center. And it was just a beta test because really the real Instagram five-day challenge is going to be happening on November 5th to November 9th. So November 5th? November 5th to November 9th, I'll be doing a free Instagram five-day challenge where I'm going to help you take what we've learned today and implement it into five different posts with some strategy as well to really help you leverage your Instagram profile. Sign up, people. And Where can f- people sign up for that? People can sign up at jonathantilly.com slash Instagram. Oh, that's perfect. Oh, I'm signing up. I'm, I'm in. Woohoo! It's my right. free gift to you guys. It's been it's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much, Pedro, for having me. And and uh, it's the least that I can do to give you um, a little bit of tidbits of information about Instagram and this podcast, and then really access it and use those those tidbits in uh, engaging and really doing some focused, engaged captions and posts and everything to really leverage your Instagram and turning it into a networking powerhouse. Amazing! Thank you so much, Jonathan. Thank you for having me. All right. I'll talk to you soon. All right. That's it, guys. So, uh, by the way, I'm sorry for the audio quality on my end. I was running and gunning talking to Jonathan. So, um, yeah, I don't usually... I just had to do it with with my phone, which is not ideal. But anyway, you get the gist of it. It's not really me who you're supposed to be focusing on here. It's Jonathan. And I told you about this. He laid the foundation down for you to have a successful Instagram presence and yeah, take, take him up on his offer for the, uh, for the Instagram thing that he's doing. All right, guys, I hope you enjoy this one. As always, this episode would not be possible. This podcast would not be possible without, without the headshot crew. Make sure if you're not in the headshot crew yet, we have a promo code free month. You get to try it out for free for a month and you got nothing to lose. Just, just, Try it out. Also, by the way, um, the workshop dates for Peter's for Peter Hurley's Headshot Intensive are updated for 2019. So go to headshotcrew.com forward slash workshops to see if there's an intensive coming to a city near you. And if you've never taken the intensive, I strongly recommend it. I've lost count of how many I've taken. It's an unbelievable course. So just go at it, okay? Headshotcrew.com forward slash workshops. Check it out. All right, that's it, guys. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. I certainly did. I learned a ton. Okay, I hope you did too. And that's it. All right, have a rest of a great day and a great week. And enjoy yourself. Go rock your business. Go rock your life and make it happen. All right, enjoy yourselves.